everybody, welcome back to The Mandalorian. It's the Mandalorian recap show from us, the hosts of Star Wars Minute. Uh, I'm Star Peter Wars Taylor. Minute. I'm, I'm Star Alex Wars Robinson. Minute. <laughs> like a, like mm-hmm. a well-oiled machine we are. Um, yes, exactly. Today we're talking about uh, Chapter 10, so that's Season 2, Episode 2, Chapter 10, The Passenger. Yes. Um... The I'm glad we've la- we've landed on an episode uh, that everyone can agree how to spell. So this season, last week there was a little bit of uh, really, yeah, you know, Marshall in the law enforcement sense traditionally has one L, and mm-hmm. the na- the episode title had one L, but a lot of people referring to it with two L's, even though officially mm. it just had one L. So hmm. at least we all know the passenger is spelled one S. Exactly. Um, but um, should we do a little recap of the whole thing, or just go through an order, or what? Do we do? <laughs> after t- uh, ten episodes, you think we would have come up with a uh, format by now? But uh, nope. No, that's us. You never know what you're going to get. Um, uh, the last thing I looked up on uh, on Wikipedia was sausage. So, hmm. Um, you'll find out why maybe tomorrow or the next day right. or whatever. But. Uh, we're, okay, well, here's a little recap then. Yeah, I was going to read the see if there's a quick blurb on the uh, on Wikipedia, but there's not. It's a it's a long blurb. So it opens up on. Uh, t- why don't we just go through it in order then? All right, we got a Since cold open. Notes, say, uh, it's a very. Yes. I, I said it was a very James Bond like cold open. Mm-hmm. We're in that mindset. Um, we are temporarily, not for long. Um, but it's a it's long. a very James Bond like uh, cold open because it's kind of related to you know we drop into um action essentially mm-hmm. and it's you know it takes it takes place kind of right after what we what we previously saw but it's also um you know a little action sequence that doesn't 100 percent doesn't relate to the rest of the show really yeah some bounty um, hunters attempt to ambush yeah. well they do ambush him they don't attempt to they yeah, ambush they attempt uh, and succeed uh yeah and it basically um he winds up killing them all and having to walk back to Mossize. but it just gives you a little uh there's not there's i wouldn't say there's not a lot of action in the episode but it's um you know things start off with a with a real like you know a good action scene and we get to see a what is it a klaatu a barada or a niktu i think that's, a, that's a nikto okay um the kind of orange ones are, are Nikto, right? Mm-hmm. Not to not to generalize, yeah. Orange ones are, um, I think, Nikto's. The orange one. Um. But the uh, yeah, we get to what is was that? Scrapjaw. What was the name of the guy? Um, Scrapjaw Motito. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Force it's, Awakens. From uh, yeah, it, it's uh well from yeah he lived on Jakku, um, and he doesn't so, but, like when people get water. <laughs> um, I it doesn't seem to be the same. Um, um well, can't be, can it? Oh no, I got right because he, he dies here and then. Well, we assume he dies. For all we know, he could be like Wiley Coyote, where he can recover from those the. Uh, That's true. Injuries. Uh, unnamed uh, individuals, individuals of unidentified species. Hmm. 
individuals of unidentified species. <laughs> I should have a hold up a little envelope. Um, yeah, they are. Um, uh, they're ambushed by some some scavengers slash bounty hunters who want to. Uh, yeah, I think they're bounty hunters because they specifically say grab the kid. Right. Yeah, they're they're after the kid, so. but they're also you know once he, he's able to kind of lure them away with saying like look take anything you want out of the wreckage. So I right. think they're you know uh, double duty. They're wearing multiple hats. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, then he he uh, I, I saw it coming a mile away, but it was still really cool when he when you know the uh, Scrapjaw lookalike wanted the uh, you know when he went to take the the jetpack and he was like okay here it is and I was like oh, I I know what's going to happen here. But uh, <laughs> well, you knew there was no way he was leaving that thing alive. He was not leaving that interaction alive. That Scrapjaw, right? right. So, um, um, but yeah, although that does, maybe it's a fuel thing. I don't know, but, uh, it's interesting that he, you know, they wreck his, uh, bike, but uh-huh. oh, presumably he has to pay, um, Space Amy Sedaris for that. But, um, why doesn't he then just jetpack back to, uh, Mos Eisley? Is that a fuel thing? Does he not have enough fuel to get back to the, to Mos Eisley? Yeah, he, well, I was gonna say maybe the jetpack was damaged, but we don't. We see it do that perfect uh, SpaceX yeah. landing on its uh, on its side. I, I think it's funny that um, this is another episode where uh, almost everyone, other than Amy Sedaris, everyone the Mandalorian interacts with is is like a mask or a robot or a puppet or I guess the X-wing pilots aren't, but uh, right. but in this case, even the jetpack almost takes on like the line between what is alive and what isn't alive. Gets right. very, you know, it's like the, it almost seems behaves like a droid the way the jetpack just kind of lands and and uh, so um, it's almost like the carpet from Aladdin. Yeah, exactly. Or I was thinking of Doctor Strange's cape too. Does a similar mm-hmm. thing where it's almost like behaves like a like pet or something. Right. Um. Yeah, and I guess that was all. That was. Do we assume that that was Anakin's old um, jet uh, swoop bike from uh, Attack of the Clones? His old jet swoop bike from Italy. Oh, I forgot about that there was a... Yeah, I thought when he came back to visit Amy Sedaris last time that um, he was riding a speeder bike that everyone was like, oh, that's pretty much Anakin's speeder bike from... I forgot that Anakin had a speeder bike. Well, it was the Lars' well, speeder bike, probably, right, technically. Right, right. So, I remember uh, now because I edited it into that clip where, you know, Shmi's gone. Right. Um... The um, yeah, I don't yeah, know. So that's Anakin's bike destroyed. Maybe. 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 I don't think Amy Sedaris would uh, would charge him for it. Uh, he did bring back that. He did bring back that big hunk of of uh, of meat. He did. That's true. That's true. Um, and she seems pretty pretty casual about her. Uh, you know, she is you know wager already with that. With Doctor Mandibles, and <laughs> well, yeah, why don't well, we get to the, get into we that, get to part, that part? Because I wanted to get um, <laughs> the yeah. Um, yeah. When he get, he gets back, he goes walks right into the cantina. And my first note was like, well, I didn't look up the um, um, shoot, I didn't look up the the uh, uh, Orabash on the outside of the cantina. Well, so even before he gets to your uh, cantina, I wanted to compliment the, uh, I really liked seeing Moss Eisley at night, like at dusk when he was coming in and you could see all like the lights of the ships 
Oh yeah, yeah. in the sky taking off and landing. It just uh, we have never seen Moss Eisley in that. Um, you know, we don't see Tatooine urban nightlife a lot, so it was. Right. It was cool. well, I liked seeing that different angle, whole different vibe at night. You know, Tatooine yeah, nightlife totally. is like a uh, yeah. You know, if you go to the the Wookiee travel for uh, Tatooine, it's a, it's like a whole separate section for nightlife. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, it's not just there's more to it than just Boon to Eve, everybody. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he walks into the cantina, a cantina. I couldn't read he the sign. He walks in. He walks mm-hmm. in. Um, and he, uh, um, runs into, uh, my first note was the cantina should not be that well lit. They run into the problem, mm-hmm. you know, that's the, the prequel problem. It's the, the kind of Star Trek Babylon five problem. Yeah. You know, part of what made the cantina scene awesome, um, in Star Wars, the motion picture was that it was, you know, a lot of shade and shadow and, and you're not, you're not staring yeah. directly at these, you know, very quick cuts. Yeah. So you really only get like impressions of aliens. Yeah. And so this had a very Babylon five feel to it, which mm-hmm. I have a soft spot for being a Babylon five fan, but it still, it was, you know, it was a little bit like, Oh, it's a, it was a little bit more like the holiday special cantina. You weren't um, a fan of uh, Dr. Mandibles. No, I love Dr. Mandible. I wrote Dr. Mandible exclamation point, exclamation point. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if that was a nickname because she also said like with thorax over here or something like that. Like you know, she yeah. was, uh, I don't I don't know if that. Don't think that was his real name. Um, In the uh, the subtitles, it does say Doctor Mandibles. When he's speaking, he has yeah. Like when a, he's when he's speaking, it says Doctor Mandibles chitters. Oh wow! You know, or right. Doctor Mandibles tisk t- you know clicks and makes noise. All right, so. all right. And I I like that even but, more. Uh, and Frog Lady, too. Yeah, is Frog Lady is her official name. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, also, bef- but actually, before that, we see that um, that that alien from Rogue One in there. The uh, the big white uh, Wookiee oh, thing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Just standing um, kind of near the doorway. I forget what that creature is called. That's what everyone watches the show for and listens to, just to hear that kind of detailed analysis. of. I don't know what that thing was called. <laughs> Uh, the Rogue One furry character, uh, Moroff. Hmm. Yeah, it's Moroff. Uh, well, Moroff is uh, we're Moroff and then not. No, uh, Moroff is a Gigeran. Gigeran. Mm-hmm. Um, so we don't know if that's actually him or if I assume that's. I don't know. Did he die in? Um... Yeah, everybody died in Rogue One, didn't they? But but only the people who went to. Like was he one of the was he one of the soldiers at the end? I don't remember seeing him in the in the. He was one of the Saws guys, wasn't he? Uh, he wasn't part of the rebellion. No, not I thought the, he not was the, the not the Moth Moth Mon Mothma rebellion. Uh, Mon Mothma rebellion. Uh, Moroff was present in the catacombs when Jeddah City was destroyed by the Death Star superweapon, resulting in the death of Guerrera and many partisans. But it does not specifically say. He said he was there, and mm. it was destroyed. And lots of people died, but it doesn't say that he. Um, You're not going to build that elaborate of a costume and have that character just be dispensed I, with. I guess so. Um, anyway, um, yes, there's. Or it's a different one. Looks to be a Gigaran in the cantina. Mm-hmm. Somebody left a Gigaran in the cantina. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, but uh, yeah, they, 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 I like the little kind of. Uh, you know, gambling scenario. Uh, mm-hmm. The idiot's array comes up, which is a uh, it's a famous uh, sabak hand. No, not sabak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I get sabak and pazak confused, of course. But <laughs> um, 
but uh, we see the Idiot's Array, which is a nice little shout out. Mm-hmm. And um, the once again, like, kind of, he goes to get, goes to the bar, gets his new information, um, and uh, then he's he's going to take a passenger. He's mm-hmm. you know yeah from the cantina our our lovable rogue is uh, has agreed to uh, take a passenger and his alien sidekick and his alien well <laughs> that's baby true Yoda. yeah oh well <laughs> um, I hadn't thought of Baby Yoda being the Chewbacca of this show but I guess he is <laughs> they're both deceptively old yeah um and so cut to the uh, the the docking bay and uh, again it's it's you know. There are some time, uh, multiple points during this uh, this show where I'm just kind of like, oh, that's for Alex. And it's, we get like, Amy Sedaris owns Treadwell now. Oh, <laughs> that's right. And like, all right, Baby Yoda riding Treadwell. And like when Amy Sedaris says, hey, Treadwell, like, I'm like, that's, that's for Alex. I also love it, but I'm like, that's specifically like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you th- so that must be weird if like luke skywalker happened to be just say he happened to be visiting and he was like whoa i used to own that droid and that's the droid that blew up with for the jawas thing like everything he recognized isn't that weird everything yeah. around here i recognize yeah, technically he owned both of them he's like hey that was, i used to own that droid and that droid and that droid no but i i th- you know the treadwell is a um it's like saying hey roomba leave him alone or something like that yeah I think totally. it's a, you know it's not yeah. a it's not a proper name it's a um you know or but Alexa. It is it's on like Tatooine and That's true. How many treadwells can there be on Tatooine? <laughs> um, uh, so also I wanted to point out um the um uh, I did we didn't mention it last time, but Cobb, um it reminded me because uh, the Mandalorian says oh he wasn't a real Mandalorian. Right. Uh, yet another Mandalorian who's not a who's not a real Mandalorian. So right. almost like because there was Boba Fett, there was Jango Fett. The Mandalorian himself was you know considered a fake Mandalorian for a long time. So hmm. it's it's weird that we we very few we, we see more much more fake Mandalorians than we do. Obviously, there was a big fight at the end, so we saw a lot of real Mandalorians then. Right. But, right, right. Um, anyway. Uh, and also, I like the line, and I thought you would have liked it, where she says, "Stop your crying, you'll rust." Yeah, <laughs> but to uh, to uh, Wizard of to, Oz. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, and then we meet Frog Lady. Yes, the the passenger is Frog Lady. Uh, Frog, mm-hmm. Frog Lady, played by Misty Rosas. 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 That name sounds familiar. Um, she was also the uh, um, the body of Agnolti, the Queel mm. um, actress. Um. Did we know Ugnolty was an actress this whole time? Uh, the the body, a lady. Yeah. Uh, no, I think we just found that out not too long ago. Um, I thought it was like Deep Roy or one of those. Uh, no, I think we found out like when the guys. when the behind the scenes uh, oh, okay. thing came out. I think we found that out. Wow, sisters doing it for themselves. Um, she was also let's see. I think she was in something else that we've. No, oh, maybe not. Uh, she was in the Country Bears. She played Barry oh. Barrington. Obviously, that's famous. Um, but uh, yeah, so we we see the uh, I, I have two notes for uh, two notes for Frog Lady and her. We see mm-hmm. her, she's got to transport transport herself and her eggs mm-hmm. to this planet where the only planet where they're where habitable, where it's possible for the eggs to hatch and and survive, and it's the last of her line, and it's a right. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, but they can't go into hyperspace because it'll damage the eggs. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, 
so I my two notes were uh, orbits, the, uh, the the delicious uh, viscous drink with little tapioca balls in it that was not delicious at all, but that's what her uh, that's what her oh, little reminder. carrier reminded me of the whole time. It was totally in orbits. <laughs> um, and uh, also hell comes to Frogtown, which if you haven't seen, is um. I don't know. The last time I saw it, I loved it, but I was in my 20s and, and I was in a very kind of uh, the kind of mood where that kind of thing. I have a lot more. <laughs> you were in the Frogtown mood. I was in a Frogtown mood. It's the name you of spent my, 20s in Frogtown. It's my soft jazz album in a Frogtown mood. <laughs> um, the yeah, the, the um, Hell Comes to Frogtown, uh, um, you know, I guess, you know, amphibian prosthetics uh, have come a long way in the past mm-hmm. um Let's say you know thirty years, but not as much as you might think, because <laughs> it. <laughs> I still was like, oh yeah, well, how comes to Frog Town? Well, it, that's that's a weird thing because frogs and like lizards aren't like they look. If you didn't know they were real, you would think they looked fake because their right. their faces are utterly immobile. They don't really right, like yeah. have expressions or anything. So it's it's I'm a not tough thing to pull off. Either one looked yeah. bad. I'm saying like we well, yeah. know we had a you know. Right. Hell, hell comes to Frogtown, and uh, uh, you know it's, it's not like an amazing new development in in frog technology. Yeah, frog protection. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the uh, um, well, I, they, one thing I was happy about with Frog Lady was, um, you know, every every I'm always belly aching about how like um, too many science fiction shows basically just take human mores and things and have every alien do it so i was pleased to see that this is was an alien that reproduced in a way that we've never seen before that it right, was like right. oh i have to bring these eggs to my husband it wasn't just like someone who's pregnant and then she pushes a baby out of her of a jj so i i, I, I from a science fiction level i liked that she was uh that it was a unique um mating process right yeah so and and yeah. uh having you know and having it be an alien alien you know that we that also having a speech barrier and having a you know language barrier and having a um you know having it not be the the star trek thing of just somebody with a funny nose or ears or whatever yeah um and i like the fact that they that she actually played a part in the story and stuck around i thought she was just going to be kind of like okay this is like a background person who's you know a macguffin to get you to the next the next place which she kind of was but it wound up being a a longer route than than we anticipated right and the um I also, in my head, you know, the the cliche thing I thought would be that uh, in their travels, you know, she's going to die, but he brings the eggs to the husband, and and you know, it's like, oh, she's going to mm-hmm. die protecting the eggs, and but they bring the eggs right. to her husband, and yeah, kind of like but, Baby Yoda in a way. He's just he's right, going to wind yeah. up constantly well, bringing. What... He's going to like like a baby. He's going to have like fifty uh, babies, Star Wars babies, with him. Yeah, exactly. And soon he's just going to be nanny. We're just going to see him from the knees down all the time. <laughs> Um, yeah, there's a couple of things that I didn't, a couple of things where it, it, uh, I'm glad that things didn't happen. That was, that was, or I'm glad that Such they as. didn't go in the directions that I thought, <coughs> I thought they might, mm-hmm. um, like that. I'm glad it wasn't, you know, oh, she dies and he has to bring the eggs. Uh, yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad that, um, we get, uh. We do see I like it, it, it cute and funny, and I'm glad it didn't become a plot point that Baby Yoda eating the eggs. Because when I saw when you when I saw it and I saw him looking at it, and I'm like, oh, like is he gonna eat those? That would be funny. 
and then he did. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's funny. And then it kind of happened, and I'm glad it wasn't like that's the problem that they have to solve. It, did, it was never a problem that they had to solve. It was yeah. just something funny that happened. It's a little wrinkle, yeah. and it, I'm glad it didn't have like a payoff of like, oh no, he ate the eggs, and now the brood has is you know. As far as we know, I'm yeah, I'm I'm glad it just from as far as we can tell, I'm glad it didn't turn into you know uh, extra peril. Extra peril. Extra peril. <laughs> yeah, um, and he loves those eggs. Yeah. Uh, like uh, to the part where even the, the ship crashes or something, and he's immediately like, "Where's Baby Yoda?" And I mean, as soon as the ship crashed, Baby Yoda ran back there to try to eat those eggs. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, well, before they crash, though, yes. we get to see some X-wings. Yeah, he gets pulled over by the cops. In First space. X-wings we've seen in uh, in no. the series. No, these we even, see X- we've seen these particular pilots before too. Oh, that's right. That's right. It was um, Filoni and. Uh, yeah yeah um yeah and that's the uh, we'll come back to that plot wise i guess but um um yeah they're the cops now right yeah it's an interesting like you you know uh in our heads you know it's like oh the the you know the empire were the bad guys and then you know the good guys are totally uh you know, the rebels of the New Republic, they're the good guys and everything will be, you know, smooth under them. But then he, yeah. they're like giving him a hard time. He's like, oh, that was old rules, you know, New Republic. And, you know, yeah. they're, they're hassling him as the New Republic. And it's a little interesting, like, oh, uh. yeah, it made me, uh, you know, but the uh, one of the things I was disappointed in about the Disney movies that was that we didn't learn really anything about how the galaxy, you know, functions, any of the uh, right. Um, you know, uh, logistics of it and everything. But now I'm kind of glad because it really leaves it open. So we can kind of, it gives other people a chance to kind of fill it in. So in this case, like the fact that they end there or they, the, the, he says, Oh, may the force be with you. And they say, and also with you, which I thought was weird. Cause like, is this like a new, like theocracy now where like right. the force is like, it went from no one even knowing what it was to now everyone has to say, everyone may the force to. be with you when they talk to the cops. It's a little, little, well, uh, little, uh, unnerving that um have, have have we heard them say and also with you before anywhere or is that just the first time is this the first time officially we're hearing that i feel like that we've always that's always been said as kind of a joke as yeah. like because it's like you know the, the traditional kind of call and response from from a catholic church you know like yeah um, or or was catholic or christian or catholic i don't i don't know if it's catholic. specific or just general christian but um i think it's specifically catholic um, but like that, that was always like kind of a joke response to me, the force be with yeah. you. Oh, and also with you. But now it's like, oh no, it's, that's, that's just what they say. <laughs> um, unless he's doing it as a joke. No, but he's not. Cause he's, he says the titular Mandalorian is the one who says, may the force be with you. And they respond and also with you. So yeah, they're not doing it as a joke. You. Right. Um, unless they think he's a religious zealot and they're just saying it like when someone says, you know, like, uh, with the Muslims and you say the soul of like, I'm. And they have to, they have to, right? Respond with the, with the, you know. Are they, proper... so they're 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 trying to do. I don't Carson know. and Wolf are the two. Uh, they're right. either trying to respect his religious beliefs, or they're trying to impose their religious beliefs on him. So, yeah. uh, so we don't know. Or um, yeah, maybe that's the thing. Maybe that's <laughs> like. If he if he brings if he makes it a religious thing, then now they're like, oh, we better not, we better yeah. not, we tread a little bit lightly so we don't get accused of uh, 
Yeah, we you best know, tread well him. here. Uh, yeah, we. Uh, it is the best tread well here. <laughs> it's the only tread well here. Um, but uh, yeah, the uh, the the. Let's see. I, I just, a nice little call back to them saying, "Oh, we we found out that you uh, helped a prisoner escape." This yes. Call back to the episode, uh, which I guess would have been like four chapters ago. It was fairly recently, like it was last season, but it was right before the finale of last season, so it was it's relatively fresh. Yeah, episode f- six, right? Six, right? The jailbreak. Uh, yeah, what was that called? The something. jailbreak. Um. Yeah, so they're they're uh, it's good a little little continuity, but you didn't have to know, um, you know, you don't have to know exactly what what's up. Mm-hmm. You don't have to. You, it could just be something that happened in his past. You don't have to know that. Oh yeah, that's um, you know, it, it's not a super like integral to the to the plot. Um, although I guess later it does become kind of, but it's still it's setting the groundwork for later on. Like oh, car, right. Yeah. Enough is yeah. covered um, in the dialogue that it's not, you know, you're not getting, you're not going to be lost if you didn't, wait, I didn't see that. Oh, one. yeah, totally. It's not, you know it's I mean? not. Uh, so it's a yeah. good little bit of, you know, continuity, but but also, um, yeah. yeah, Carson Tiva. Did you say that? You said Teva Tiva? I said Carson, Carson and Wolf are the names of the yeah. pilots. I didn't, I didn't get there. Carson Teva and Trapper Wolf, which is. Trapper Wolf. Yeah, that's Filoni's, um Anyway. Um. I don't we'll, like. We'll that. get back to that again in a, in a minute. But uh, I can't help but think of Mash, and usually I like being right. thought of. I like usually I like thinking about Mash, but it right. it, it makes me think of Trapper John, MD, the TV show, not Trapper John right. from Mash. Exactly. Right. So picturing like a bald. It's like, it's like tonight on uh, you know CBS Trapper John, MD, followed by Airwolf. So that's <laughs> um, wow. That's a... <laughs> um. So the Razor Crest gets trapped, evading the X-Wings. It gets trapped on yes. the ice planet. Trapper, living up to his name, he traps yeah. the ship. Um, I really wish there had been a little title thing on the screen letting us know what planet we were on. <laughs> I didn't know. I was like, this must be Hoth. Oh, I'm lost because I don't know what, you know. Yeah. I need to know the name of this icy planet. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting how they they use the language of, of film there to really kind of I, I completely thought it was Hoth or or that there was going to be a Wampa because mm-hmm. of that that tracking shot as they go through and with the ice kind of like right yeah, you know, yeah. It's, it's totally the same kind of of the Wampa you know getting up from his dinner and going to get Luke and yeah. so that um, that same kind of well after they crashed once he gets out to go find uh, Frog Lady um, mm-hmm. and you're going through and it's a nice I, I think it's intentional because then it becomes a nice little like twist almost like a joke not a joke but a little like oh, oh fun twist because it's like you see yeah. him he's going he's looking and the icicles the ice things go by and it's totally in your mind it's recalling Hoth and, and you expect there's going to be a wampa and you see he's following her footprints and there oh there's a hot spot over there you think maybe she's going to be hanging from the ceiling frozen into the uh-huh. roof <laughs> and she's just hanging out in a hot spring yeah with her eggs with her eggs yeah going on a little, little skinny dip um I, um, the, uh, first I, I thought it was a little gross that she was in the tub with her eggs. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I guess, hey, it's just nature. Hmm. But, um, yeah. And then, uh, he, he yells at Baby Yoda for trying to eat the eggs again. And sure. so Baby Yoda goes to, um, 
find some other eggs to eat in the yeah. cave. Luckily, they're in a cave full of eggs. Yeah. Luckily. <laughs> um, or is it? So I thought so I thought this was going to be like a little I thought this was a funny little um misdirect. Okay. Cuz did you the first thing I thought of when I saw those alien those eggs was the movie Alien. Sure, yeah. And alien, then and, and then, then he's it, like he even opens up a little bit like that. Yeah, and then but instead so I was like they're we're not going to see a face hugger go on Yoda's yeah. baby Yoda's face. But uh, but then they had him eating the I thought that was an interesting mm. uh twist on it was having him eat the uh Eat the uh, face hugger, right? Well, you know, plus getting the eggs of the alien into Baby mm. Yoda's stomach. So now we know there's there's frog babies hatching in there, and there's a xenomorph as well, at least one. That's going to be my new. Uh, I'm going to pr- uh, propose a spinoff. I'm pitching a new spinoff mm-hmm. of like life inside Baby Yoda's stomach, and it's just all the things hmm. that we've seen him eat interacting. Isn't that a little bit what uh, George Lucas wanted to do with his third uh, trilogy? Wasn't it going to be about life on a smaller scale, like midichlorian oh, yeah. level? Something like that, right? So there you go. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it was going to be in Baby Yoda's t- It's like poetry. It rhymes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, the the um, although interestingly, this would have been a good uh, doing a doing a story about kind of uh, small scale microscopic characters might have been a good uh um, good episode for this episode's a uh, good task for this episode's director because this is uh, Peyton Reed directed this mm-hmm. one. Who uh, Peyton Reed did the Ant Man movies? Oh, um, right. Or did he start to do the Ant Man movie? Yeah, no, he did the Ant Man movies. It was the other. Um, was the it? other guy? Uh, yeah, the other guy did uh, started it, and then uh, didn't Edgar Wright was the one who started to do Ant Man, but then they difficult right. uh, di- difficult Edgar di- Wright. creative differences. So mm-hmm. Peyton Reed uh, took over, and I liked uh, um, I liked those Ant Man movies. So uh, we we skipped over it, but okay. we also get a little cameo from uh, that um, the droid from the uh, the IT uh, yes gang right. It's like as, as Richard, as I predicted, Richard Ayoade as a protocol droid. Remember, I said that mm-hmm. apparently yeah. years ago. Somebody brought that up. Yeah, um, and I, I love that her like getting over the language barrier by reprogramming a protocol like she sees the protocol droid and at first i thought she was gonna you know i was gonna have some significance you know that was like because the because it looks kind of vaguely you know reptilian or amphibian the the, yeah. the, the zuckus model head um but the um i i i, I like that you know I, instead of that being like oh like these are the you know I think I was assigning simplicity to her because uh, of her her alienness. I was like, well, she right. must be. She didn't speak English, simple. so she right. must be so dumb. Therefore, she must be dumb. But no, she's she rewired the droid in, to to be able to speak through it, and it wasn't like, oh, yeah. that's the crazy ghost that killed my people. It's just like, oh, here's a droid. Let me go. Hey, yeah. you. Um, you, you need to take me to where I'm going. And uh, yeah, she I totally it, plays him, and yeah. uh, you know, like, oh, I thought Mandalorians, you know. Um, what I thought, uh, you know, they kept their honor to your or word, or yeah, the, yeah. Uh, um, but I guess that was just stories for children. <laughs> and like, even looks at Baby Yoda, Baby Yoda's like, I'm a child, <laughs> I'm the child. Um, yeah, especially after seeing all these James Bond movies where the, the lady characters are usually just kind of like baggage or frequently are baggage to be pulled along. It was right. great seeing someone who had she had her own agency and you know, had her own things going on that had nothing to do with, you right. know. She didn't need him to help, you know, do the thing. And that's also one thing that um, uh, we don't see a lot in Star Wars is that language barrier. 
Right. We see it more in Star Wars than we do like in Star Trek, where everyone has universal well, translators. Yeah, they have a universal translator. So, but um, except so. for you know uh, Darmok and Jalad, it's Nagra. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, because for storytelling purposes, right, it's helpful to have sometimes them not be able to communicate. Right. So. It leads uh, to more natural exposition. Yes. I like the line where she's where they first crash and she's all like, rah, 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 and he's all, hang on, I'm looking for your eggs. Mm. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, that's just a line I did not think was going to, I would ever hear in Star <laughs> Wars that, hold on, hang on, I'm looking for your eggs. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, we get this um, kind of uh, the spider. Uh, uh, Baby Yoda awakens the nest of spiders. Did they? So you think they awoke in reaction to him eating one of them? I think so. Or did they just sense that there was like food nearby, and they're like, "Okay, everyone, wake up." No, I think it's like, well, like you know, when one of them hatched, or or was forced into hatching, Baby Yoda opened an egg that kind of set off a little trigger with all of them and set the hive a flutter. Okay, it's not a hive; it's a nest, I guess, right? But technically, it was just the fact that one was opening, not that it was being threatened or anything like that. Uh, may, I think a little bit, because they knew it wasn't ready. It wasn't time to hatch yet. Or maybe they were hibernating or something. I don't know. But yeah. Um, yeah Those I spiders it, raise a lot of weird questions about like, anyway. Yeah. It's the same thing I said last week about having fighting big giant monsters like this. Is like, right. what? how on earth could, a, could multiple spiders that big find food on this type of a planet? But who knows? Maybe there's... Yeah. animals living underground that they eat or something but um what well, i know you're very anti-tentacle monster how do you feel about spiders i'm okay with spiders um mm-hmm. although i did uh think the um the the these spider monsters were all right i like that they were different scale again maybe there's peyton reed playing with scale i like that there's mm-hmm. a little one is a medium one is a giant yeah. one and, mm-hmm. um and uh but i did like the concept art during the closing credits of the spiders better than I like the actual spiders. The actual spiders mm-hmm. were fine. Yeah. Got a little bit, you know, when they started attacking the windshield, we, I, I, I don't like that kind of, Yeah. you know, I don't like a soft mouth with teeth in it. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> then, but the, the concept art was, was great. It looked almost like a, uh, you know, like, like Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind or something like it had, because yeah. they had more kind of like bulbous red eyes and stuff. Well, I could be wrong, but I'm fairly positive that spiders along the same design showed up in Rebels hmm. and that they're based on Ralph McQuarrie designs. Okay. So uh, someone can correct me if I'm wrong about that, but um, there was a big plot line in Rebels where they met a bunch of these spider-type creatures, and first they were fighting them, and then they're like, wait a minute, they're sensitive with the Force too, or something like that, you know. Hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, so... Thank good old Ralph McQuarrie for that one. Um, it also reminded me of the Vitron video game. Oh, <laughs> you know, yeah, with the, totally. All the little, the little spiders that the were, especially level. I thought for sure they were going to be like, okay, we locked them out of the ship. But once they got actually into the ship, I thought it was uh, a lot more exciting. So I was like, oh, wow, they're really, they're yeah. really. Well, how know. are they going to do this? Yeah, exactly. And, um, and I, I also thought, I'm like, oh, they're, the spiders are going to make a web around the ship and that's how they're going to fix the hull. Basically, they're going to fly out there with spider web. <laughs> the Peter Parker method of... <laughs> right, like the spider web covering the, the hole in the hull. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but uh, none of that happened. Instead, they got, they're just yeah. about to get overrun. Like they're just about to take off and the giant 
spider comes back or a new giant spider. I'm not sure which. Mm-hmm. And uh, punctures the the cockpit and everything, and, and uh, um, look, things look bleak. And then, and this this is this is my this is a little thing that made me grumble. Maybe I'm 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 too deep, it's too inside baseball. I should just be able to enjoy it on a on a pure fan level. Uh huh. But uh, like, there's something that really rankles me about uh, oh, you know things look bleak. Oh, here comes Dave Filoni to save the day. Because it's like, come on. You think dude. it was a metaphor for a Lucasfilm? I, well, that's what I'm worried that people are going to take it that way. And but it, uh-huh. it's a little bit like you know, I'm not as you know. Granted, I haven't watched enough of the other stuff, but like I, I know I'm not all as uh, gung ho about him being this you know one true savior of Star Wars. But this totally mm-hmm. like okay, like it made me roll my eyes. Huh. I did. Uh, thankfully, I did not see it that way. Uh, so, uh, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a little, you know, I, 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 I guess I like the, you know, it's it was a little bit kind of, you know, out of nowhere, but it's a little bit like, oh, they looked him up and they saw it. So it's at least like it, it indicates, you know, at least the New Republic is being fair about things. They looked him up and they were like, oh, okay, well, he was, he did good. But then they just leave yeah. him there, also. <laughs> well, that that's what that got him. It was just like, all right, well, we don't. It's yeah, it is weird because they didn't. Like why he's come like, well, back? You, and- can, you can help. You can help me, and then he's like, "Well, you know what? Or we can just leave you here to starve to death, and we're going to leave." <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. It's a weird like. <laughs> it is a weird thing. Yeah, and also like, why was it just because of that interaction that that he was like? Why didn't he want to just identify himself to the New Republic? Was it because of that that particular episode where he helped kind of like destroy some? Some X wings uh, in that. I don't know. Maybe thing. if you're, uh, uh, we don't know what this. Maybe if you're a bounty hunter, maybe the New Republic doesn't look so fondly on bounty hunters these days. Who knows? Uh, he, I imagine, he probably has a lot of reasons that they could sure. want to be bringing him in. Right. Um. Yeah, I wonder what he was up to during the actual um, uh, war against the Empire, the Battle of Yavin. Well, just the whole, the, the whole rebellion era. Like, was mm. he just a bounty hunter? Was he, you know, anyway. Well, he's, yeah, because he, well, he was just with the, maybe he was just, you know, Mandalorian and training most of it, right? Because he was a kid when... But this is only five years after Return of the Jedi. He's been... Oh, that's true, yeah. No, I don't know. He's roughly I... the same age as Boba Fett, I guess. I, I guess we'll get some flashbacks. No, he'd be um, younger than Boba Fett, but close. Yeah, not too far off, I guess. Yeah. Um. So, uh, some other little details. Uh, I like when they. I thought it was funny, um, if a bit inefficient, that when they were running away from the spiders, that the frog lady uh, resorted oh, yeah. to hopping on the ground. I love that. <laughs> it didn't seem much faster than than running. Uh, but, no, but that, uh, you, know, you know, I love that it's like her like. Okay, like she's like dropping protocol. She's like, all right, I'm not gonna yeah. be. I don't have to stand up for these people anywhere. I can just you know hop like. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the shot of the spider on Baby Yoda's head was uh, mm-hmm. was nice and creepy. Yeah, um, uh, a lot of creepy. I, I wrote. Um, do you think that they had originally thought about launching a week earlier than this, and this was supposed to be the Halloween episode? Hmm. I could see. I could see an argument made for that. Because, like, if this, you know, if they had dropped the season a week earlier, 
this would have been on, you know, uh, um, the day before Halloween, right? The 30th. So it would have been a good That's Halloween. Right, yeah. How no, perfect Halloween episode. Yeah. So just like Cat's Paw, a perfect Halloween episode. <laughs> um, yeah. It's, uh, go ahead. I, we, we get a mention of, uh, he's like, all right, I've sealed off, managed to seal off the cockpit. Yeah. Um, so um, we're going to take off. You can't go into the rest of the ship. So use the privy now if you have to mm-hmm. or something like that. And I was like, oh, the privy. I don't think we've, it was the, the refresher we've heard the of. refresher, but, yeah. But the, the Well, maybe it's like, you know, there's different words. Slang, like, yeah, you know, yeah. obviously. Obviously, well, but also even in our world, every there's That's tons true. of different worlds. Uh, yeah. Euphemisms for the. Uh, it would be funny if you just started referring to it by something completely alien, you know, <laughs> like like if you want to use the Wangu now, you better. And then was, I'm like, what? And then everybody like we, we could get it from context clues, but then just you know, <laughs> it'd be good if they dropped little hints all throughout the season, and you finally find out what it is, and then right. it's the, or it, the like you, yeah, you keep hearing little things, and everybody's like, "What is this Wangu?" Like that, you know, like, and then finally, it's just a toilet. <laughs> Last episode, it's like, ah, oh, this character has been looking for the Wangu the whole time. Right, it builds up like chapter eight, the Wangu. I'm like, oh, and it's just Boba Fett on the toilet the whole time. Yeah. Um, there's always a bigger spider. I wrote mm. down when when there there's you know obviously the, they're being chased by a big yeah. series of bigger and bigger spiders. One thing that did make me a little um, uh, wary was this is two episodes in a row of just basically fighting giant monsters. Right. And, uh, you know, I got really, you know, beef fighting, you know, Boba Fett every week fighting different giant monsters. All right. I'm I'm still on board, but uh, I, hopefully they'll mix it up a little bit and have some other, um, you know, right. couple of other well, uh, things in there. That, that uh, another one of the things, speaking of Boba Fett, that's another one of the things that I'm really glad didn't happen in this episode mm-hmm. is Boba Fett. We, we had that cliffhanger at the end of last episode, and I think, you know, the... the the low-hanging fruit would have been to just go into a Boba Fett story, and yeah. I'm really glad that we didn't. I like I like the pacing of this show, and sometimes you know it's a little bit too like the, season one had you know an episode or two that some might consider filler, um, uh-huh. even though they're you know action development whatever. Like and and this, um, I I liked that this wasn't just go straight into Boba Fett and talking about Boba Fett. Like, we don't need right. that right now. Let's take our yeah. time and tell another cool, uh, you know, monster story. Yeah, I'm wondering if um, last season, um, the structure was kind of like, oh, uh, the Mandalorian got his assignment at the beginning, and then um, yeah, the middle part was kind of not connected to it, and then the end wound up being him. Right. So I'm wondering if it'll be a similar thing where Boba Fett will come back at the end of the season after yeah, being introduced. Yeah, pretty much. It was like a so. like a like a plot sandwich. No way. Yeah, a filler sandwich on plot. Yeah, and we so still have like, um, Dark Saber guy to 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 follow up on. Yeah, I thought about that too. It's like now it's like now I'm kind of I'm I'm being like resistant. I'm like I don't want. It's like let, let, let's get more monster stories. I don't want the dark saber. I don't want Boba Fett. Keep that stuff away from me. Just give me more like you know fun new creature. Give me Hill comes to Frogtown again. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Um, one little detail I did like is on the um, X wing. I don't know. If, I'm assuming it's Dave Filoni's X wing. You can see there's little um, Tie Fighter insignias indicating how many Tie Fighters oh, he right. shot down. Yeah. And um, there was a thing with that, right? That was a. Uh, 
that's in the Rogue, the the Rogue Squadron books or or the comics oh, right. or something yeah, like yeah. that. That they they had that, and Wedge was the only guy who had two Death Stars on his like stamped on his side, and everybody's like, "Whoa, <laughs> yeah. all right." Everyone's like, "Whoa, you didn't earn that first one, bro." <laughs> Sorry, I was, I was there. Yeah, he just apologizes. <laughs> Um, but, but it, it made me wonder, like, it, it, it looks like there can't be more of what? Just point of order, like, if Wedge wasn't there, the Luke wouldn't have survived, because he, remember, he's like, Wedge is the one who knocks, gets the TIE fighter off of Luke, and then Luke later blows up the Death Star. So if Wedge wasn't there, Luke would have been destroyed, and the Death Star wouldn't have been destroyed, so. And the Death Star I, would I, now I'm, be in I'm the hands always, of the Empire. I'm the first one. I'm always, uh, you know, I love uh, picking apart, nitpicking stuff, and I'm, I'm not, yeah. uh, you know, but but if it wasn't for Wedge, none of us would be here today, so. Well, but by that rationale, you could say, oh, if it wasn't for General Dodonna, they wouldn't have been up there either, so. Well, I mean, because he's the one who said, all right, everybody go up there. Well, right. I mean, there's always going to be someone who, who, anyway. Yeah, we'll save um, that for when we restart the show. Yeah, we'll have that for when Josh is on. Um, so I like the fact that the X with the, the Tie Fighters were painted on. Yeah, but it just got me thinking: there can't be more than like a dozen or two dozen at most on there. Mm-hmm. And uh, it got me thinking: like, how many X wings do you think Luke shot down? Like Luke, when Luke, Luke, Luke got back from the, the hopefully none. he only shot down three X wings. <laughs> His first day, I mean, yeah. Um, because if I was, if you had asked me, I would have said, "Oh, Luke probably shot down thirty or forty Tie Fighters in that battle." But hmm. I'm guessing that's not right. If that's if this guy only has twelve things on him, yeah. Um, but dogfights like that probably don't happen very frequently, where you're no, in a situation yeah. where you're fighting thirty ships versus thirty ships or something. So, yeah, I, I can't think of. Did Luke shoot down any? He had to. Eh? No, did Luke shoot down any Tie Fighters in the Battle of Yavin? He blew some up from the Falcon. That's true. Those don't count towards his total. I feel like maybe when Biggs was being chased by one, maybe Luke uh, went oh, in there to I, save him. Yeah, he swoops through and maybe. Yeah. yeah. But I just assume, I guess maybe just from doing drawings as a kid, that sure. like, there was constantly just ships shooting each other down. Or like, you know, the Return of the Jedi as well. There's thousands of ships in that battle. So Right. But no Luke. He's he's already he's having a meeting. So. Mm. Yeah, I would uh, let's let's again save that. We'll table that for when we when we redo the first movie. We'll <laughs> right. Uh, we'll we'll count, keep a tab. Luke's, keep a tally. Uh, yeah, Luke's death total murders. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. Well, those those are all. So also the last note I have is that once again uh, the Razor Crest is shot to pieces and has to be. Uh, I feel like that happened like two times last season as well. Where right? Because didn't the Jawas stripped it? And I think there was another time where yeah. they where they he had to. Uh, you know, yeah. Well, was that a post? Was the job I was stripping it? Why he ended up in, uh, at, in Mos Eisley in the first place? I can't remember, like because after he put it together, then he left and then did he end up? In, oh no, somebody was chasing him. He he. The Jawas stripped his thing, and then he went and chased the Jawas right. to get his parts back. And then they right. said, "We'll give you your parts if you go get us the uh, Zuga." The Zuga, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Guy knows a lot about fixing ships by this point, I guess. Sure, yeah. It does seem like kind of, you know, um, he's, I, you know, maybe, maybe you know, space travel. I got, since it's so ubiquitous, it's a little more common that somebody would know how to get their ship in working order quickly. It seems to me it's like, well, what? Hey, he's got to make that thing like airtight and, and 
you know, fix a hyperdrive like that, or yeah. I guess not in this case, but seems like it would be more complicated than it is. But you know, if if space travel is ubiquitous, maybe. And maybe if you're if that's that your kind of if it's your bread and butter, I'm assuming he. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, do you think his helmet is? Uh, he he makes a joke about getting sucked out into the vacuum of space and how they'd be dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always assumed there'd be some level of airtightedness in his costume. I don't think so. No, because you can see under it, right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, you know, stormtroopers. No, they don't. It seems like it should, though. Yeah. If you're going to go through the trouble of creating armor that covers your whole body, why wouldn't you make it at least so you could go in water without like a scuba, you know? Right. Anyway. Well, maybe there but is you're something. right. I think we, obviously when he takes the thing off and... Right. Yeah. But maybe there's like a thing, like there's like an airbag inflates around his neck to seal it off uh, from I see. the rest. Yeah. At some point. Maybe we'll see that. So what did you uh, overall rate this episode? Um, I liked it a lot. I, yeah. uh, was, I got uh, sucked into it. And uh, again, you know, once it began, once once I got a you know hell comes to Frogtown note, I'm like okay. And uh, <laughs> again, I'm I'm glad I'm glad it didn't drag us into the plot too much. Of you know, I'm glad it wasn't tying us into regular Star Wars. You know, again, like I didn't I don't need Boba Fett right now. I don't need the dark saber ever. But mm-hmm. um, <laughs> let's uh, you know take a break and just tell a tell a, a Mandalorian story. And uh, you know, it wasn't wasn't uh, super wow, but it was neat, nice to see new stuff, and it was a fun little uh, episode. Um, so so thumbs up. I don't know. Were I'm we giving gonna it a, go. Uh, were we giving it a ranking or something? I think somebody called us out on that. They're like, I don't know, but I'm gonna give it a B minus. Okay. Uh, I thought there was some cool stuff in it, but I thought it was a little like, who cares. Hmm, like uh, like uh <laughs> it didn't seem like it had enough of a um i was expecting some other wrinkle or some other something to it that gave it a little bit more depth yeah. or other than just him being stuck somewhere and then leaving somewhere maybe they'll um you know maybe it'll play out in next one but i was a little bit disappointed that we didn't actually see him land and hand off the eggs i yeah. feel like a little bit like you know um, yeah, it just kind of ended. I guess it was also ten minutes shorter than last week's episode. So, yeah. um, so it, maybe it'll be a plot point, but I don't know. Yeah. Like, see, uh, it seemed a little bit like I. Well, I just wanted to see him get the frog to the planet. Yeah. Wanted to see him on the frog planet. Come on. Do you think the but, whole uh, season is just going to be him slowly making his way towards Trask? Oh man, it it, <laughs> it does have to go slowly, and there are going to be. Uh, it, it, he did map a route that went through. How many planets were in that route as he mapped it? That would be funny if there I were like six six planets. <laughs> it was like, oh, here we go. Here's the middle of the. Here's the sandwich. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that won't be. Maybe you're right. Maybe that it, they still won't be safe. Maybe they'll have to stop and plug up the ship you know next episode and the frog lady and the eggs are still going to be there and eventually Yo- baby yoda is going to keep eating eggs and eventually they're just going to get to the planet and there's only going to be like one egg left or something like that and then yoda baby yoda is going to regurgitate all the eggs and they're going to be <laughs> right, yeah. whole i <laughs> i thought for sure there was going to be something with baby yoda like communicating with the eggs or something there was going to be yeah, some force related force. thing yeah because didn't they so, even like have a little like 
a little snippet of him using the Force in the uh, previously on the Mandalorian. Wasn't there something about him using the Force in there? Maybe not. Um, there was the uh, yeah, I don't remember. All right. Well, um, but yeah, I, I uh, not not my favorite, but it definitely above average. Uh, I like this episode uh, quite a bit. All right. So far, I'm, I'm totally on board with this season still. When will we see James Bond next? Uh, we're done with James Bond, but we're watching The Mandalorian. We're watching The oh, Mandalorian, okay. sorry. Right. Uh, yeah, next week. I, I don't uh, I don't think we have a title yet for next week's episode, but uh, I'm uh, I'm still on board. Like I said, I'm excited um, for, for, for the rest of this season. I want to see it uh, play out. I, it, yeah, me too. You know, it was a hard act to follow, I think. And I was, you know, not expecting to be disappointed, but I was uh, allowing myself room for disappointment. Well, so it's going to be ebbs and flows. They can't all be, you know. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Now, at this rate, I'm expecting just, you know, it's going to be the best thing ever for six episodes. <laughs> no way I can be disappointed by that. Do you find that your childhood is being restored by this series? You know, everyone's talking about how your childhood is ruined. Do you find like this is enhancing your childhood? I as um, never felt that it affected my childhood because um, because I don't believe time travel should be in Star Wars. Therefore, it can't affect my childhood. But I, I do appreciate the, uh, you know, uh, as we said, the the kind of playing with action figures kind of uh, element of this whole thing. Yeah, and uh, um, that's part of why I'm enjoying it. It's a fun little okay, you know. Me too. When I was a kid and it snowed, sometimes you just take the take the toys outside and have an adventure in a mm-hmm. snow cave, you know? I, I did also want to... Yeah. What, what about the, the spiders spider? did feel like um, the kid was like, oh, well, I don't have... And I don't have the Wampa toy, so I'll use the spider from Lord of the Rings as the bad <laughs> right, guy. Right, yeah. <laughs> I'll use this Sector's toy to... Uh... <laughs> yeah, that's what it, uh, it felt kind of like. Um, I did want to uh, commend whoever... Uh, um, and this was this another one that was written by um, Favreau? Yes. I want to mm-hmm. commend who's ever writing these for totally um, having had kids, <laughs> because there's the like constant worry that they're going to be putting stuff in their mouth, and mm-hmm. the like no, con- you know, telling them no. And there's one or two other things that just made me like, oh yeah, that's that's a real kid thing. Yeah. And so um, so points for that that I now recognize. Yeah, I was uh, I uh, as a non-parent, I was it was thinking that Baby Yoda is almost like, um, like the best parts of babies, mm. best parts of babies. That's the those delicious juicy legs. <laughs> um, like the egg thing, obviously that was a little bit of a, but that wasn't even like a major frustration. He was just mm-hmm. kind of like, Ugh, you know, don't eat those eggs. But you know, he doesn't. He never really cries. He never really, you know. Mm. He he did He's a little really bit. Bratty. He like whimpered a little bit after the the swoop bike crash or the speeder bike crash. He was like whimpering. Right. I was like, oh yeah. But he's crying, but that's because of obviously something scary happened. Right. He's not crying like, why are you crying? I don't know what you're crying about, or crying right. because he can't because have, he can't eat uh, the eggs. Yeah, exactly. So right. wow. But yeah, and I still find him utterly adorable. It's true. It's uh um it's holding up. It's it's um. Uh, I'm uh, there's a new range of of sounds coming out of him, which is interesting. I don't know if that's yeah, a bit more do you, babbly. Do you think that we'll hear him say a real a word by the end? Do you think that'll be like the season cliffhanger? Is that he'll say like? One of my know? notes was, "Will Baby Yoda speak this hmm. uh, before the season ends?" I Baby hope Yoda not. speaks. <laughs> um, Unless I he's think... just like peace or something like 
Well, I think at the at the um, the the finale of this season, uh, chapter episode season two, chapter eight, episode sixteen, uh, he will say Yoda, <laughs> and, that's, and then we'll all be like, "Whoa, me, baby Yoda, <laughs> you Boba Fett." Right. Well, we'll see. Mm. I hope not, though. I think that'll ruin it. Yeah, a little bit. It'll, it'll be Unless uh, it's the kind of thing where he, because he's Baby Yoda, like he like skips right to the like, oh Mandalorian, you've been so kind to me, protecting me all these years, and like gets, right. comes right to like being very eloquent. <laughs> yeah, it'll be the yeah, like the the you know, it'd be like this somebody you know almost like a standoff where everybody's being held at gunpoint, and they're like, oh, you're yeah. gonna hand over the child to me, and all of a sudden the Baby Yoda comes out with a gun. He's like, no, I don't think we'll be doing that. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. I don't think so. <laughs> Yeah, um, I don't think so. This party's <laughs> over. Uh, all right, uh, you want to wrap this up then? Sure. Um, yeah, please uh, uh, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, if you haven't, go to the the Mandalorian dot com. That's where everything uh, comes from. That's just kind of where you've uh, either where you've been getting this or where you can go to uh, find the feed and uh, follow us on uh, social media at Star Wars Minute on Twitter, the Star Wars Minute on Instagram. And um, if you want to support us on Patreon, StarWarsMinute.com slash Patreon. And uh, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll keep doing this for another couple of weeks. And then we'll have a new season of Star Wars Minute proper coming up, covering The Last Jedi. Um, the Last Jedi. Which is not our last season, presumably. But, um, With old Yoda. <laughs> yeah. Good old Yoda. Yoda doesn't um, appear in... Uh, does he appear in Rise of Skywalker? Uh, we, we'll get there in two years. So, I was wondering um, if this could be Yoda's last. Uh, this is Yoda's last appearance. Yoda's last stand. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, we will. Uh, we'll find out, and we'll see you here next week on a brand new The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs>